It wasn't that long ago that Australia was actually exporting hundreds of thousands of fox pelts each year, but when the anti-fur lobby got on the case, it dropped to nothing. Well, now the Sporting Shooters Association of Australia wants to reignite the industry. Matthew Godson, good morning to you. Just how many were we exporting at our peak? Good morning, Jeff. Um, at our peak, we were exporting about 800,000 fox furs um, overseas annually, which is quite a large uh, number in anyone's language. Yeah, it is. Now, we're going back to the 1980s? That's correct. Um, back in the 1980s, there's quite a good uh, fur trade going from wild fur, which are foxes that are shot out in the field. Um, there are none farmed or um, kept in cages. Now, fur obviously became uh, a, a real issue in the 1980s and would be, I guess, the main reason why that dropped off to absolutely nothing. Why do you want to see the industry up and running again? Oh, look, um, the, the reason uh, we're backing this is um, as, as um, conservation hunters uh, within the um, Sporting Shooters Association of Australia, we, we see this as one mechanism to try and get down the fox uh, population. There's, there's certainly um, many methods uh, to sort of assist this, but as um, volunteer hunters, we can certainly um, do our, our bit and, and get out there and try and get as many foxes as we can and give our wild animals um, a better go. Just how big is that population? Do we know just how many there are? I know we often hear this anecdotal stuff of saying that there's just you know, staggering numbers of, uh, of foxes in, uh, in Western Australia particularly. Okay. What happens... I mean, a farmer's still shooting foxes. I assume they are. That's correct. Okay, uh, so they're still, they're still culling the fox. What's happening to the carcass? Uh, most, most carcasses are, are basically left in the field um, to decompose. So what, what we're trying to put across is um, instead of letting a, a resource, which is a, a pelt, um, um, decompose in the, the field, that a hunter or a farmer can actually... Um, take that skin and sell it on the market and hopefully um, add value to, to the fox in, in being able to get more people out there doing it. Okay. Well, this is interesting. So you're saying this isn't really a, a black and white message that fur is bad, but by buying the right kind of fur, you might be doing something that's of environmental value. Oh, certainly. Um, New Zealand have got a classic example. Um, they've got a big problem with the Australian bushtail possum over there. And the actual New Zealand Department of Conservation actually promote and support ecofur. And, and this um, ecofur they actually use um, to create baby booties, um, jackets, quilts, cushions, lots of different things. Okay, you're listening to Matthew Godson, who's from the Sporting Shooters Association of Australia. My question is a pretty obvious one to you. Um, did you decide some time ago that you would never wear fur? Would you wear fox? Is there such a thing as eco-fur? And I wonder if some of you, perhaps some of our uh, um, older listeners, do you actually still wear fox? We were uh, in Europe over Christmas, and I must admit I saw, I did see a few paws dangling around the necks of elderly powdered French women. Um, is there any condition that you think would be justifiable and appropriate to wear fur? one three hundred. Triple two seven twenty SMS one double nine double two seven twenty, and I'm particularly interested to hear from women who might still be wearing fur and and, and feel so strongly that no one's going to tell them uh, what to do and what not to do.
Uh, Matthew Godson, how do you get past the argument that you're just looking for things to shoot? Oh, look, um, certainly that's a, a valid argument, but foxes are controlled um, all the time, um, either by poisoning um, or, or by shooting. Um, our, our members have a skill set, which, uh, like a volunteer person putting a tree in the park, um, they will use their skill set to hopefully get rid of some pest animals that are creating um, havoc with our native animals. What do you think stands in the way of you being able to do this? Look, I, I think for the public to accept fox fur, they need to understand that we're ensuring a humane supply chain. Um, examples of the fur industry that's taking a lot of rap from the animal rights movement at the moment are all these furs that are farmed where the animals are kept in cages and, and slaughtered in, in manners which I, I, I find disturbing. By providing, providing a, a fur taken from the field where an animal is instantaneously um, taken um, during, the, during the night with a spotlight, um, there's no other or better humane way of um, dispatching an animal that way. Thank you for talking to us today. No problem. Matthew Thanks. Godson is from the Sporting Shooters Association of Australia. This is the number. Give us a hoy. Call now, 1300 222 or SMS the program on 199 Well, he pushes a good case, but I'm just not sure that there's the appetite for it, I wonder. Text message, a very good one. Maybe you should ask the no fur people how many leather shoes they own. Hello, Peter. Hello, Jeff. Um, I just had to ring. I would wear a fox fur any time because of all the pain and heartache they've brought me. The, the foxes have brought you? The foxes, yes. What have they done to you, Peter? Well, we had a hobby farm in York, and everything that I loved over the 10 years, they either ate its head off, ate the back off it while it was lambing, or just ate it all. Wow. What would you like to wear? If you were going to exact revenge, Peter, what do you reckon you'd wear? Well, as many tails as you could get on one fur coat would suit me fine. You hate them, don't you? Yes, I do. And the irony, of course, of all this is your name is Peter, spelt P-E-T-A? That's right. And the organisation is the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, the organisation oh. that hates fur. Well, there you are. I could be their patron. Oh, Peter, splendid work. Thank you very much. This is Victoria. G'day. Hi, how are you going? <laughs> Good, thanks, Victoria. What do you think about fox killing foxes and making shawls and wraps out of them? Yeah, I agree with the uh, lady beforehand. We actually have a farm um, in Gidjiganup, which is 50 k's northeast of Perth. Yes. And we just have not been able to keep our lambs. Um, even we've, we've cut them down, the numbers, we've put up electric fences, we've got our packers, which supposedly, you know, protect the, the flock, but um, nothing works, so we just don't have them anymore. It's just not viable. Ah, uh, did you ever get to a point where um, you would shoot them or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, we still do, um, yeah. because we've got chickens around the house and everything. They'll come in, they'll come, um, my dog will start barking at them, they'll just come that close to the house. Yes. They've just become just so brash, and they'll just, you know, go in wherever they can get any food and... And, yeah, it's just terrible. Just thoroughly sick of them by the sounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, thank you very much for that, Victoria.